0: Hello, dear people. This is Glenn. Welcome to another episode of the Glenn Think Stuff Podcast. (laughs) Wouldn't that be hilarious if I did that the whole time? What's going on, guys? Like I said, welcome to my podcast, the Glenn Think Stuff Podcast. It's been a week. It's been a week since my last podcast. And I'm looking forward to talking to you guys today I've missed you people even though it's just me sitting here alone just talking I miss doing my podcast during the week but it just makes me savor the moment I just savor the moment that much more when I do get the opportunity to to, to record I'm a little bit tired today I was up early yesterday um, to work the weekend and then I spent the rest of the day out on a boat on the lake um a little r&r a little r&r but i still was worn out i guess from the sun maybe i don't know but that kind of has become something that i really enjoy and that kind of relaxes me and relaxes my mind I, I'll, I, i'm still thinking the whole time <laughs> the whole time i never stopped thinking but um i was up early again today sunday morning and uh So I'm a little bit out of it. I feel a little bit tired. I'm drinking coffee during this podcast. And uh, I have some cool stuff to talk about today. I've actually just been thinking, right before I started uh, recording today, I was thinking about beds. Like beds, because I want to get back into my bed at some point today for a nap. And I was thinking about beds. Well, I have been thinking about water beds lately. And like what happened to waterbeds? I remember I remember back I guess in the eighties, waterbeds were a big thing. And uh, we never had any water beds in my house, but I remember friends of mine having water beds at their house and they were just kind of strange. They were just kind of weird and I was like, What happened to water beds? So I read up and evidently you can still buy water beds. But beds have come a long way because now people are ordering mattresses off of Amazon and, you know, just unpacking them and they just unfold when, you know, they get the mattress in the mail. And so I was reading about all the mattresses throughout history, like Egyptian mattresses and, you know, the 18th century and all the different kinds of mattresses that people had. And it's pretty interesting you know to read about because even going going back way far yonder back way far yonder back, it would talk about people would gather leaves and just lay on the leaves. So you know you've we've always wanted comfort while we sleep, and um, people would sleep on you know mattresses stuffed with feathers or hay, and there'd be bugs, and they would burn their mattresses periodically, and it's just a of an interesting thing kind of a boring thing and i'm not going to do a whole segment about it because <laughs> because there's not that much there but it was just interesting to me because i was just curious about waterbeds and why did those fall off i don't know why did waterbeds fall off because they were a big thing for a while but i mean that's just kind of ridiculous i guess to think about but i've been thinking about it and you know maybe if i had more coffee in me at this current juncture I would not even bring this up on my podcast but it's been on my mind and you know with that random thought which is basically what this podcast is kind of made up of I'll just I'll just do the deal and start the podcast now and yeah yeah let's go (music) All right, we're here, episode 38, people. I am glad to be talking to you right now. The intro, I don't <laughs> I don't know what's going on with my intros. I don't know if I'm just trying to think of bad ways to start my podcast. <laughs> what happened to waterbeds, people? Man, I don't even know. Anyway, I have some cool stuff to talk to you guys about. I hope that you had an awesome week last week since I last talked to you. And I hope that people are kind to you this week and that you were kind to other people this week. Because, as I talked about on my podcast before on previous episodes of the Glenn Think Stuff podcast, I've talked about kindness. I've talked about, you know, people that are, have not been necessarily nice to me, like specifically in New York City when I was buying a New York, I Love New York t shirt that one time. But, I mean, I think that, that people have forgotten, especially in our culture, I think nowadays... I, I don't know. There's a lot of theories out there as to why the current culture is the way that it is. And I'm not really going to dive into that today. I think that, you know, with the, the spread of technology and all, like, the social networking platforms that there are now that gives everyone a platform to just kind of you know be nice or be nasty from the comfort of their own homes where they're just looking at a screen. And so it's almost it's almost easier and we've kind of almost developed this 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 way that we can take shots at people, not anonymously because your name might still be by it or it might not be, depending on what kind of account it is. But, you know, you can, you can, anybody can take shots at anybody. And it's kind of like, I don't know, you kind of see people going at it, you know, on, you know, Twitter or Facebook, which I'm not on Facebook. But, um, especially on Twitter, you see people, you know, people bicker with each other, people heckle each other. And I don't know if that's like has leaked over into, Real life to where you're like, Twitter's real. <laughs> Which, I mean, it is. I guess you could say stuff on there that have real repercussions. But yeah, I don't know why it's that way. Like I, earlier this week, like a day or two ago, I was going back and forth with some friends of mine at the Don't Crack Podcast, and if you guys are listening, shout out to the at Don't Crack on Twitter, but it's called the Don't Crack Podcast, and you guys should totally check them out, they're cool, they, they, it's kind of like the Glenn Think Stuff Podcast, um, they just like to laugh, it's a comedy podcast, you guys should check them out, but we started going at it on Twitter, and um, a day or two ago, I forgot, maybe Friday, I think it was Friday and we were going to add it um, about who had the better podcast (laughs) and it was just funny and I think that that's fun to do with friends, you know, like, dude, you just suck at life, man, you need to watch me and do what I do you know, and I really enjoy doing that and I really I think that a kind word like a kind word goes a long way with me. If you pay me a compliment or you know, just as a person, as an individual, or if you pay my podcast a compliment, that sticks with me. You know, that encourages me and gives me a little little like tickle in my heart, like a little, little, little. <laughs> And I just enjoy the little, you know, I'm like, "Mm, they like me and that's cool. And you should totally do that. And I enjoy doing that to people that, you know, I enjoy, you know, their podcast or if someone does something well or I admire something or I'm just like, dude, you need props for that. You know, that is how you should be. If you see something point it out to someone because they might really be in a space where they need that. You know. But I do enjoy, you know, talking smack to people. It's just fun. It's fun to me and just all in good fun. All in good fun. And that's what me and the and the guys that don't crack were doing. Well, I don't know exactly who was running the Twitter account because it's two dudes and a and a and a lady. Um, but it was a lot of fun, and it was all in good fun, and we both know at the end of the day that we, you know, that we're down with each other, and we have each other's backs, but, um, but that was just a lot of, of fun to me. So, I say all that to say this, like this week has been one of the most emotionally devastating, draining weeks and i don't even remember how long i don't even i couldn't even tell you the last time that i was so devastated emotionally and this this is why okay there there's this person that has been in my life for i don't know i want to say 15 to 20 years <clears throat> all right 15 to 20 years this person's been in my in my life and and you know, we've gone through so much together, like good times and bad times. Um, they were there, and I kind of, I kind of grew up with this person. Um, well, I grew up. I'm not really sure at this current time if they ever grew up. You know, but um, it's just been something that I've been thinking about. I've been like, no, this can't be happening, you know, but it is. And it's been something that, you know, I thought, well, I'm not going to talk about that on my podcast because, you know, who wants to hear about that? But, you know, I decided, screw it. This is my podcast. I'm going to talk about it and, it. you know, screw it. I'm going to do it so here it is guys here is what what i want to talk about um and it kind of ties into what i was talking about before um so here we go eminem released a surprise album called kamikaze right (laughs) oh all that build up for that that was on purpose Anyway, Eminem released an album, a surprise album called, called Kamikaze, and if you're an Eminem fan, you might get mad at me, and you might have beef with me, and want to talk serious smack to me on Twitter, and that's cool. You can do that, because I'm a big boy grown-up, and I can take whatever you have, and, you know, whatevs, dog, whatevs. Anyway so this album came out Kamikaze I didn't know it was coming out I don't really keep up with Eminem that's like something from my youth but it's somebody that I used to listen to a lot and in my opinion the last solid album that he did was the Eminem show right? the Eminem show where it was like track after track that was just solid like every I think that whole album as far as a hip hop Rap album is a solid al- album. The writing and the passion was, you know, just genius. Like, just the writing itself, the, the poetic writing um, on that album is just genius. Now, it's crazy and controversial, and maybe it is my generation just like that sort of a thing. And I kind of I kind of look at Eminem as somebody that was just in the right place at the right time. It was like the perfect storm. You know what I mean? I don't think that somebody like who he was back in the day when he first came out like Slim Shady and all that, I really don't think that would fly today in today's culture, the way that kids are today. I just don't think that it would be I don't think that he would have hit it as big um and i don't i don't know maybe he would that's just my personal opinion maybe maybe it would be big now since that album it seems like every album that he has put out since has gotten weaker and weaker and weaker that's just my humble humble opinion. And, like, I was like, all right, so this new album's out. I really don't listen to Eminem anymore, really, because I'm more, I've kind of gotten old and grown up, and hey, I'm not angry. I'm not angry. I'm not, you know, trying to find myself. I'm not, you know, I, I don't know. It's just not really my deal anymore. But definitely, if an artist puts out a new album, and it's an artist that I used to listen to a lot, you know, I'm going to check the, out the album. So I checked out the album and <laughs> it's just I don't know. It, it's he tried to start beef with all these people and it just seemed kind of stupid. like dude, it's 46 years old and it's it's time to grow up, man. you know 46 it's time to grow up and kind of hang it up and what I kind of got from it was, he wants to be relevant still, and he wants to be on top, and he's like, oh, I'm one of the best, and I don't know, it just seems kind of, it almost seems kind of immature to take shots at all these younger artists that are just starting to come up, or that have just popped up in the last few years, and, and, you know, try to start something with them. Over Something stupid. Like the Machine Gun Kelly. That's the big big one. That he tried to start. Eminem straight up tried to start something with Machine Gun Kelly. Because Machine Gun Kelly tweeted like six years ago. That Eminem's daughter was hot. Six years ago. Tweeted it out. Right? And so he wants to start something with him. And maybe it's. uh, Maybe this is just marketing genius. You know? Maybe. Because I know that. I know that it's, like, free publicity because everybody's talking about it. You know, especially online, everybody's talking about it. And I think that sales for Eminem's new album are doing really well. And, you know, Machine Gun Kelly released a diss track coming back at him, which I'm sure that's going to be one of his biggest selling songs. You know, because everybody wants to hear it. You know, so that's getting a lot of downloads, I'm sure. But... You know, it's just like, dude, it might be time to hang it up and just produce and maybe do, like, I mean, I know that if I was a rapper, I would be trying to do what Dre does, like Eminem's producer, the guy who discovered and produces Eminem, Dr. Dre, with the Beats headphones. You see what he did when he got old? He made millions and millions of dollars off different artists and you see beats. Everybody's wearing beats everywhere, you know? And that's his deal. And that is genius. Like, he doesn't have to be out starting stuff with anybody. He's just laid back, chilling, counting his money. Stacking his paper. And so I think there's something I think there's something to that. And it just kind of made me sad that, that here you are, dude. You're about 50. And yes, you can, you can rap. And you can ride but you're so you're so rich and so old, like the the struggle's just not there. And I think that the struggle and the passion made him what he was back in the day. You know? And so I was just thinking about that today, like, dude, or not that just today, but since the album came out and this week, I've just been like, Dude, what are you doing? Why are you, you know, talking all this smack? You know? I don't know. Maybe they're friends in real life. And this is just all a master plan. But I just thought that it was... I don't know. It just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. To where I was like, man... Especially, you've raised kids. You've raised kids. You know? And, you know, as a parent... I guess my perspective has changed since, you know, I've become a father. Is like, you raise kids and you raise them, you know, to be... You want to raise good people. You know what I mean? You don't want to just have kids to have kids because like they're an accessory, but you want to raise good people, and you want to point them in the right direction, and you want them to be successful, and you want to show them what to do. You don't want to just tell them what to do. You want to say, look here, this is, this is what I do. And you might make mistakes, but this is what I do, so do what I do, you know, because I've made a lot of mistakes. I think it's important for your kids to see the mistakes you know that you've made you need to tell them you know I did this and it didn't really pan out it was not my finest moment but I'm just telling you that so you don't have to experience that you know I did the dumb thing you know (laughs) and I've done a lot of dumb things in my life I've done tons of dumb things dumb things in my life And, you know, I think that, and I've learned from them, you know, I've learned from a lot of them. There's probably still dumb things that I do. Well, there are dumb things that I still do. I still eat candy. I'll wake up in the night and eat candy and be like, man, I got to brush my teeth again and I got a bellyache. Man, I don't even like this. But, you know, I think that, I don't know, I think that a certain level of maturity you know, it comes with age. So when he's out there saying, Man, you tweeted my daughter's hot six years ago and I made me mad and my tech nine and ch- ch- pow Like <laughs> really, dude? Come on, man, come on. Grasping at straws. But I mean he's a great writer. He is a great with if you give that dude a pad of paper and a pen, like he's almost untouchable. So I mean, props to the dude, but People be needing to hang it up soon. People be needing to hang it up soon. And that is the beef that I wanted to talk about today. And give a shout out to my, to my people at Don't Crack. Love you guys. Yeah. So, I'm not really good at transitioning. And I always say that. I don't even know why I say that. Thank you, Captain Obvious, for pointing that out to us but i'm not the smoothest transitioner but i thought that this transition not bad this isn't bad and i just came up with this transition before the podcast it just came to me it came to me i had a vision of this transition a vision of this transition see that eminem should use that a vision of a transition dude transition have a vision transition into being an old dog anyway So I thought about... I was thinking about beef, and I was like, all right, so John Wilkes Booth had a beef with Abraham Lincoln. (laughs) A pretty substantial beef. Like, Booth did not like Lincoln. And, I mean, you know, John Wilkes Booth um, assassinated Abraham Lincoln, um, the president of the United States at the time. And so I was like, well, Booth had a pretty big beef with Abraham Abraham Lincoln. And so I don't really want to talk about Abraham Lincoln or John Wilkes Booth. What I want to talk about is a guy named Boston Corbett who killed John Wilkes Booth, okay? And I want to talk about Boston Corbett because he was a hatter, a hatter. Now, this is something that I heard about, and that was... It's kind of cool, man. It's kind of a cool thing. I I heard about this some years ago, and it's just an interesting little thing. And it came back onto my mental radar um, this week. And I think that it came back onto my mental um, radar um, because I was um, thinking about the movie um, Alice in Wonderland. And I don't know if I was... I was thinking about the, like the remake, like the movie they made, the ones that Johnny Depp is the Mad Hatter. Um, and maybe that's because I read something about Johnny Depp or saw Johnny Depp in something and just thought it was, you know, something interesting that I needed to talk about. Um, I saw, oh, I saw, it might have been this. I saw Goodfellas was on TV and Goodfellas is a solid flick and i I guess when I saw Goodfellas, I thought about Donnie Brasco, which I think is an under- is a true story about Joe Pistone. And here, let's just go off on this crazy trail right now. <laughs> uh, Donnie Brasco is about Joe Pistone, who worked undercover for the FBI for years and infiltrated a um, uh, mafia family and brought down all kinds of people, and he's still in witness protection. And so I thought about Donnie Brasco and then I thought, oh, that's Johnny Depp. That's good. Hmm. And then I thought about the Mad Hatter and Alice in Wonderland and um, Johnny Depp played the Mad Hatter. So I tell you all that to tell you all this. To make a long story longer, um, the character in the movie was the Mad Hatter that Johnny Depp plays. And um, actually, we've all heard the, the, the term mad as a hatter. All right, mad as a hatter, we've heard that before. But a lot of people don't know what that means. I didn't know what that meant until a few years ago. And what happened um, was a lot of people, um, well, I guess the most famous hatter is from Alice's Adventure in Wonderland, um, the Lewis Carroll book right and since the movie adaptions man i'm using big words like adaptions on my podcast mama look out (laughs) adaption that's not a big word that's a common word anyway so um the the term mad as a hatter originated in the 18th and 19th century um in, there were workers who made hats like in an industrial setting like that was their job they went to the factory to make hats right because hats I guess hats today in modern day today are like ball caps like baseball caps um, maybe like the Samuel Jackson type hat you know that well, he wears it around backwards because Samuel L. Jackson is cool, but I mean, you know, those kind of hats that older gentlemen wear. But, uh, but anyway, back in the 18th and 19th century, hats were like a big thing, you know. There were derbies, there were a lot of hats that were made with fur, right? There were a lot of hats with fur, like the pelts of animals were, you know. Um, were worked on in these factories and they were you know used to to make different kinds of hats well they used a substance called mercury nitrate mercury nitrate and exposure to this substance this chemical um, what happened was people that were exposed um, the hatters um, they would develop things called uh, hatter shakes that's what that's what they were called they were called hatter shakes like they were tremors like they would start shaking like their hands that they couldn't have a steady hand They would be shaking right and so they would they would develop something that was uh, the term was coined hatter shakes and they would also develop speech problems right with their speech emotional problems and hallucinations. Now, that is a terrible side effect <laughs> to, you know, being a hatter. If you're going to be a hatter, you know, you going to have some problems. And I guess ocean, things like that, definitely back then, you know, you think about the exposure that people had back in the day to, to, to substances like asbestos. And, you know, their safety... Was just not as big of a thing back then because they're just like, well, just be careful, or you know, they just wanted to make. Uh, I guess there wasn't as much regulation and there wasn't as much knowledge, you know. So I'm not sure because on my podcast, this research is, you know, it's mostly me just giving my opinion. <laughs> but I mean, there's there's some truth in this. But I don't know if, you know, the knowledge was there like, you know, mercury nitrate will mess you up, man. And I don't know if that, if they knew that or if they just didn't care. Or they didn't care because they are just won the regulation. Give my dollars. I'm at the top. But anyway, so they would develop, you know, these problems from being um, exposed to this stuff. Well, something that I did not know until this week is that... Boston Corbett who killed John Wilkes Booth who killed Abraham Lincoln was a hatter. Boston Corbett was a hatter. Okay? And um, he definitely had some problems. We'll just say that. He definitely had some problems. And this... I'm just throwing this small little tidbit out there. Um, in 1858... He castrated himself with a pair of scissors, right? And I just put, like, I wrote that down on a piece of paper um, in my little notes that I have. And I wrote, in 1858, Boston Corbett castrated himself with a pair of scissors, and then I wrote a slash, and I wrote unstable. This proves that he is not stable, because if you're a stable person... You're not going to castrate yourself. What, what rational person is going to castrate themselves with a pair of scissors? I've never, ever. I've thought about some stuff. Now, I've thought about some stuff. But I have never had that thought. Like, I'm just going to castrate myself with a pair of scissors. Boston Corbett's podcast, the Boston Corbett Think Stuff podcast, if he were alive today, would be wilder than mine. I'll go ahead and just say, dude, I ain't even gonna mess with him. I'll just go do a podcast about how to do different light rights. <laughs> but I think that he castrated himself because he was like, he was really into religion at the time, and he, I guess, he just was like, "Well, this will solve the problem, pro- problem I am having," and so he did that. And so when he, when he killed Booth. In 1865, which is seven years after he did the unforgivable with a pair of scissors. Um, he killed Booth in 1865. He was, char- he was actually, I think he was in the military, and they said, all right, we want Booth alive, right? Try to bring him in alive. Well, he killed Booth. He killed Booth. And I guess he was charged or questioned, but he was eventually cleared he was cleared of the charges because, dude, you kill the dude who shot Abraham Lincoln. You know, that's cool. We'd, we might have told you not to, but, okay, he was the president. All right, you're straight. We're, we're going to clear you of the charges. And so what did Corbett do? Corbett went back to being a hatter. <laughs> Naturally, since there has been no negative side effects in your life from being a hatter... Why don't I just go back to doing that? And so that's what he did. He went back to being a Hatter. And um, in 1887, this is interesting, all right? This is the Mad Hatter. This is the OG Mad Hatter, Boston Corbin. He went to the Kansas State House with a gun, and he started threatening all kind of people, right? He All kind of people boston Corbett started threatening all kind of people he started threatening he like a group of people in the kansas state house he walked in with a gun and started threatening and so i guess since he was a mad hatter i guess that was established and i you know it was a thing you know back then to be mentally unstable you know just like it is today except we know more today so there's not the crazy things that used to go on in um, mental institutions which there may be a very good chance that I'll talk about some of those things on a future podcast but um, but not today I'm just telling you a little mad hatter story right now so I don't get all excited so he they put him in a mental asylum because they're like Dude, this hatter this hatter has gone mad And so they put him in a mental asylum and the next year he escaped and disappeared. All right. He escaped from the mental institution and disappeared and nobody ever knows. According to the research I did, nobody knows what happened to Boston Corbett. And I just found that interesting. And um so I say all that Um, to say that there's this podcast <laughs> there's this podcast that I listen to and speaking of Alice in Wonderland and speaking of the Mad Hatter and um, so there's this podcast called Dishing Disney right? and this is a podcast that I really like I really dig this podcast it's Dustin and Brianna Brianna You say Diana, I say Diana. And what they do is they sit down a couple times a month and they'll talk about a Disney movie. And it's like, it's a podcast for adults. It's not like a children's podcast, but it's for adults. And they talk about Disney movies from an adult point of view. And it's really funny, and it's really good, and it's just a lot of fun. You know, it's not one of those heavy podcasts. It's just a lot of fun to listen to, and I really love these guys. And actually, Dustin um, is involved in another one of my favorite podcasts called The Importance of Seeing Earnest about Ernest P. Worrell. And that's definitely, that drops once a month, and you should definitely check that one out, too. But today, after I talked about The Mad Hatter, I thought that I would play the promo for Edition Disney, so check it out Hi, this is Dustin and Brianna. We're a couple who love all things Disney we decided to sit down twice a month to discuss and analyze a variety of Disney films and topics with a grown-up's perspective and an adult sense of humor. Dishing Disney will give film reviews with the memories of a child filtered through an adult frame of mind. We've noticed some things about our beloved Disney movies that we didn't pick up on as kids, and now we want to talk about them. Plus, we'll do a bonus top five episode every month where we make our ultimate lineups regarding the topic of the day. So Wish Upon a Star give a little whistle, and be a part of our world as we explore the wonderful world of Disney together. This is Dishing Disney. What a cool promo. That promo just makes me feel good. With the music and everything. It's just like... Like I'm just like... Yeah! Anyways, check out Dissin... Dissin Disney. Oh man. I'm sorry. Guys. Dishing Disney. (laughs) Sounds like an M&M song. Maybe hit Diss Disney next. Anyway. That's not even funny, Glenn. I'm serious, guys. Check them out. I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't steer you wrong. I might just... Talk a lot of crazy stuff sometimes that you should not even, you know, let it in one ear, chuckle and let it out the other ear. But that's serious. Like, hold your hand on one side of your head right now and listen to me. As I say, you should listen to Dishing Disney. All right. So, I'm going to talk about one more thing today. One more thing on my podcast today. And I thought that I would leave you with this. This is a little bit more of a serious subject to me. Um, it is something that somebody actually just said to me yesterday, right? And, uh, and this is kind of my deal, man. Like, some of my friends are my age. Um, and in my circle, some of my friends are my age. And some of my friends are older than me. Um, I really, well, I'll hang out with people that are 30 years older than me um, just because, I don't know. I think that there's wisdom there, and I think that it's interesting to hear people talk about their lives and experiences, you know, and and I have a lot of fun uh, talking to um, to people that are old enough to be one of my parents or even older than that and I'll hang out like I'll go out to dinner with people and chill out with them and kick it and cut up and we'll laugh together and and uh, and so this 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 man told me um yesterday he said you know you really need to to follow your dreams and do what Glenn wants to do because when you get my age you'll look back and regret not going certain places and experiencing certain things and I really I I really thought about that I really that kind of hit me that kind of stuck with me and you know I was like man that guy is totally right and that is something that over the course of the past year maybe over a year but especially in the last six months I've kind of embraced that whole mentality um, to to where I kind of get out of my own... You know, it, it's easier as... When you're a kid, as easier as a child to kind of be random and be like, I want to do what I want, and I'll just be reckless into repercussions. You know, it don't even matter. <laughs> and, you know, but then you get older and you get responsibilities, and you kind of lose that... You get in a routine. You get in a routine... And there's nothing wrong with routines. Routines are good. Um, I like predictable. I like things that are predictable. I like calm, chill, relax, man, dude. I, I like I like things that are alright. I don't mind if something's the same every day. It doesn't bother me. But um, at the same time, I was like, you know, I need to do things that I want to do. I don't need to just think about these things. I need to actually make a plan and do them. And like how my podcast kind of came to be was for me trying something out at 36 years old that I didn't know anything about and that I'd never done before. But I was like, that'd be cool. I'm going to do it. And maybe there should have been more preparation that went into this before I just jumped into it. But there wasn't. But it's been a blast. It's been something totally cool, you know, in my life. And like reading, making a conscious effort to read more books. Because books, I think the difference between books and watching TV are that books really will get my imagination going. Because there's something about reading that stimulates my imagination more than just watching a screen if that makes any sense and maybe everybody's not like that maybe that's just what i guess when you read the words you have to picture it and maybe that's it maybe for me that's it like i have to come up with all right what's going on in this book how does it look what what do even the characters look like And based on their traits that, you know, the writer, if they're a good writer, they're really good at painting a picture. And so that's something else, you know. And he was talking about, this guy told me, he said, man, if you want to go to Hawaii, go to Hawaii. If you want to see something, go see something. If you want to do something, go do something. And that really, really kind of stuck in my head. And I was thinking about that all day. And I was like, man, he's right, you know. And that just kind of reinforces how I've already kind of been feeling, you know, kind of antsy and like, like, ah, I want, there's stuff that I want to do, but, you know, I'm just like, no, I can't do that. That's not in the, that's not in the plan. That's not in the routine, but why not? Why can't it be, you know, I'm not saying, you know, and he asked me at the time, he said, what makes you happy? And I thought about, and I was like, you know, being a dad, being a dad for me has been the most rewarding thing ever, ever in my life it's like I was born to do that I love being a dad and I'm not saying that you should you know, chunk responsibilities or put your responsibilities as a parent or a spouse or anything like that you should not push those responsibilities to the back burner and selfishly be like man, I'm following my dreams it's a field of dreams I'm following it right now 'Cause Kevin Cosner and Field of Dreams, I mean, he was kinda irresponsible a little bit because he needed to take care of his family. He almost lost his farm. Ray almost lost his farm because he plowed his corn to build a baseball field. But it all worked out in the end because he was really passionate about what he was doing and that's all good. So that all ended good and I'm happy for Kevin Cosner. Anyway. anyways man that's random I thought you know you shouldn't push these responsibilities to the back burner to be like man I'm going to selfishly do what I want to do but at the same time if it's something that you want to try or if it's something that you used to do or something that you've never tried that you you know want to do make a plan to do that you know you can totally follow your dreams try new things and you know, still be responsible. And it just gives you a renewed... I don't know. I think that it gives you... Like, it's that child-like... Almost like an innocence comes back. Like, it reawakens. It never has gone anywhere in me. But it just kind of reawakens. And it's exciting. It's like, whoa. It's like you're experiencing something or learning something for the first time. And it's just really, really cool. And there's probably a, a lot of you out there that already live their life like this. But I'm late to the party, man. <laughs> I'm late to the party. And, you know, it's if if it's something you want to try, and you can include your family, you know, in a lot of stuff. You know, or include your friends in a lot of stuff. It doesn't have to be, like, Solo Joe over there. Over there. But, I mean, it's really an awesome thing. And I was thinking about, you know, as I get older... One of my goals is as I get older, I want to do less and less things that will give me regret, you know, like regrets later in life. And I think that, I think that you need to really be conscious of how you live when you're young. Like when I'm young, I need to really be conscious of, well, I guess I'm kind of getting toward midlife or, but I don't know when I'm going to die, but you know, I'm, I'm kind of around midlife and I need to really be conscious in how I live and what I do because I don't want to have a lot of regrets, you know, when I'm older from this current period in my life, you know. I want most of my regrets to be behind me, you know. Does that make sense? From where I am right now, I think that as a a human... I think that most of the regrets need to be from younger years, mistakes you made, mistakes you learn from, and don't repeat, right? And, you know, I think that, you know, when you think about the term regret, at least when I have thought about the term regret, um, I think about things that maybe are just have been bad calls, like things that I actually did that were bad cause mistakes that I actually made and I might have made them ignorantly I might have made them um, with good intentions you know I have regrets um, from decisions I made but my intentions were good but you learn from those things do you understand or you learn from making mistakes but a regret can also be something that you didn't do a chance you didn't take you know something that you're like oh that's just a lot of work and you know I I I really love to play music and I played music when I was younger but now I got all this you know the bills and the family and all this and and that is the first thing that gets scratched off your list you know and you know you have time to do it but you just sit in a recliner and watch tv and the next thing you know man you're you're retired, you're old and retired. And this isn't to say that older people can't do what they want to do. You know, um, they might have more means to do those things, but you know, I, I, it was just something that I thought about and I wanted to share with you, you know, that it's something that I keep in the forefront of my mind. Um, you know, I want to try new things i want to experience new things i want to do things that maybe i've already experienced before but i enjoyed and that i've just lost touch with over the years you know and so that's just something that i wanted to talk about and throw out there i don't know that my podcast is not a serious podcast but i'm really i'm kind of passionate about this especially right now Because, you know, especially doing the podcast, this is not my comfort zone. It's not my... I don't know. I'm not... I'm not the kind of person that people that know me, you know, they... I don't know. They know that I will like to talk to people. But as far as sitting behind a microphone and just going off on a rant and <laughs> just putting it on onto, onto the internet, onto Google land, it's just kind of strange for me to, to be doing this. But it's something that i found that I enjoyed. And, you know, I want everybody that's listening, I want you to actually, you know, listen, listen to Dish and Disney, number one, from this podcast today. That's what I want you to do. I want you to listen to Dish and Disney because they rock. And they're rad and they're lit or whatever the kids are saying now. Lit. I don't really understand that. Because, like, if something's lit, it's on fire. I guess, like, that's the fire. But, I mean, I don't know. I think that's kind of dumb. Why can't you just say that's cool, man? That's rad, man. That's cool. But, anyway... Think about something that you would like to do. Right? It doesn't have to be outrageous. It doesn't have to be like I want to go climb a pyramid tomorrow. But if you want to climb a pyramid, you should totally make a plan. Make a make a two year plan to go climb a freaking pyramid. A pyramid. Climb the dang thing. If you if that's what you want to do, man. If you if you want to, I don't know. Get into photography. Start checking it out. Make a plan to do something like that for yourself because you will feel better and it will help you to be a better person, a more, I don't know, you'll be more aware of yourself and you'll be like, yeah, I really like that. And I really found a lot of enjoyment in that because it seems like those kind of things when you get older, the things that are awesome, which some of them are reckless and irresponsible, and I'm not telling you to go back. Like if you did a bunch of drugs and drank ungodly amounts of alcohol when you're young. And you're like, yeah, I had a lot of fun doing that, man. I'm going to do that. Don't do that. Do not do that. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying, you know, s- somehow these things get replaced. The, the 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 wonder, the wonder in your mind gets replaced with repetitive routine and you end up doing things like sitting on the couch at the end of a day and just passing out in front of the tv and i guarantee i will guarantee you if you find your niche and you find what you like to do you will be happier than settling for like things that you really don't enjoy, but they're just things that you do, that just kind of waste your time, you know, because you only live once, you know, you only live once, so let's not have as much regret at the end of our lives, that's all I'm saying that's all I'm saying, and now I'll stop I will stop, I'm saying this to myself, I'm, I'm. it's it's reaffirming it in in my think stuff um, place where I think stuff. So, that's serious. The rest of us crazy. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for being so supportive. Thank you for the kind words, for the reviews, for the shout-outs. Man, I've been getting some shout I think I was shouted out on like three or four different podcasts this week. And I just, I love you guys. Thank you for shouting me out and getting my name out there. I appreciate it. If you want to follow me, I am on Twitter. I'm not on Instagram or Facebook or MySpace. I'm on, I'm thinking about making a MySpace. You know, that's the newest thing. That's the new, hot social media website. And so uh, I'm thinking about doing that. But for right now, for right now, all I can handle is my Twitter account. You can follow me at GlennThinkStuff. And I will retweet other people's podcasts. If you follow me on, uh, on Twitter, I'll always throw up when a new podcast of mine comes out. And I usually pin it to the top of my profile so it stays there for a week. Um, so if you're not subscribed to me, if you kind of just look up podcasts and listen to random podcasts... Um, you can find it there when there's a new episode and I'll tweet out other awesome awesome there's so many awesome indie podcasts that you should be checking out Um, so go to Twitter and follow me um, at Glenn Think Stuff what else can I tell you oh if you want to hear me talk about a certain subject which I have a couple requests and that will be uh, that I'll be doing on future podcasts Um, that other people um, request that I think about and then speak about on my platform. Um, You can totally hit me up and um, I'll talk about whatever you want me to talk about. Some crazy whatever you want me to weigh in on, I'll weigh in on. Um, You can actually hit me up on Twitter. You can DM me there or you can email me. Um, The email address is glennthinkstuffpodcast at yahoo.com Think stuff podcast at yahoo <laughs> They feels man you feel professional when you say things twice and a row like that. Don't, don't let me say it one more time. Anyway, um yeah, so totally do that. It's a lot of fun for me to do that. I've done that several times and so if you want me to do that, I will do that for you. And Burt Reynolds died, man. That is a bummer. That's a bummer. I think I'll just throw that in there at the end to make everybody sad. That just came into my head. You gotta say Burt Reynolds died. Yeah, he's dead and that's sad. Alright. So Aretha Franklin then Burt Reynolds, man. What's this world coming to? Anyway. Anyway, man. What a terrible thing to bring up at the end. Death. So anyways, uh, yeah, totally. Um, subscribe to me on iTunes. Uh, leave me a review if you will. And if you don't want to leave me a review, you can just click the stars. Uh, it will help me if you do that, if you leave me a review, because it bumps me up in search results. And But if you don't like iTunes, um, you ain't got to do that. You ain't got to do that, sucker. You can listen to me wherever you want. But I love you guys. Thanks for checking me out today. And I will holler at you next week.